audio engineer is a genius. You're in the Dog Zone 9000, the official podcast of the final funny article worldwide website, 1900 Hot Dog. I'm the internet's widely regarded Sean Baby, and my partner is Robert the Brockway. Brockway. <laughs> I'm Robert Brockway. Here's a Brockway fact. At Emerald City Comic Con 2017, I stole something from Todd McFarlane that he can never get back. No follow-up was, questions. Uh, was it his virginity? No follow-up questions. <laughs> I can't answer that. Legally, I cannot answer that. Uh, well, it is a star-studded day on the Dog Zone because we have one half of James S.A. Corey, author of the Expanse series and host of the Tie and That Guy podcast. He's a Hugo and other award winner, Ty Frank. Hey. Hi. How's it going? All right. Nice you don't you. you don't need a big intro when somebody does a big intro for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I need all the intro I can get. There's a lot of uh, intro to give you. You've been uh, you did a, you've done a great job writing the words. Yeah, congratulations. Thanks. Yeah, I love writing my own intros, including at least three lies. <laughs> what uh, lie should I have included? We could totally re-record it. Uh, I'm 11 feet tall. Uh, uh, the, That's not a lie. Okay. The younger brother of Jason Momoa. Not a lie, madam. Not yeah. A lie. yeah. Together, they're 14 feet tall. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and they do stack. They stack frequently. You've got to watch out for it. It's a power attack. And uh, one time I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. I that thought was you were you? including lies. What is this? <laughs> yeah, all these, all these are true facts we looked up. Um, do you have anything you'd like to plug? I plugged The Expanse, of course. Uh, everyone knows The Expanse, the books, the TV show, all six seasons on Amazon.com. Uh, Tie in That Guy podcast. Is there something else, uh, somewhere else people can go to learn more about you and your what, what you 11 doing? footedness? No, I, 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 have, I have achieved all of the things that I needed to achieve, and I am retiring for public life. So, <laughs> Fantastic. No, I'm just done. I'd like to plug being done. Yeah, <laughs> I'd like to plug Leave Me Alone, everybody. Yeah, no, um, I, I uh, mostly now, um, I built myself a very fancy screening room in my basement, and I mostly mm -hmm. sit in it and watch terrible horror movies from the 80s or play video games on my PlayStation. Oh, that's did, the dream. Wait, I do did that you too. watch um, the Grabowski shuffle on it? Of course I did. I immediately okay. had a oh long conversation with Brockway about that. That was like weeks ago when I was supposed to do this the first time. <laughs> if you, how could you possibly keep the Grabowski shuffle in your head for that long? It's uh, just, it aggressively tries to escape your head. It really does. No, it's the only thing I think about now. It haunts my dreams. <laughs> yeah, so you're an expert on, uh, I'd say, speculative science uh, and a renowned sci-fi fantasy writer. So it's very lucky that we have you to discuss the 1987 direct-to-retail music video, The Grabowski Shuffle by Chicago Bears coach Mike Ditka and very literal nobodies. <laughs> uh, so without putting too much pressure on you, uh, award-winning author and professional podcaster, are you able to communicate what the fuck the Grabowski Shuffle is? That is the most pressure I have ever heard you put on anyone. I've never asked a harder question in my life. It wow, is, okay. it is, um, if you took everything that's wrong with Chicago, <laughs> okay, and boiled it down to its essence and squeezed it through the sweaty pores of Mike mm -hmm. Dinka. That is what the Grabowski shuffle is. You could really see those pores on that big screen. Huh? Oh, yeah. You, you watched Grabowski <laughs> shuffle just pour out of that man. Yeah. No, he, I would say that he dripped with Grabowski shuffle by the end. Yeah. Self-lubricating self Ditka. 
Oh my God. That's amazing. Like you could, you could have sold that in the eighties and made a million dollars. I'll sell it now. Grabowski <laughs> lubricant. No, self, self lubricating, self lubricating. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it, it's amazing. Like I, I, I vaguely remembered that thing existed. And then when Brockway sent it to me, he's like, you have to watch this for the podcast that you're going to fail to show up for. Um, <laughs> and, and I watched it. And I just remember being like, Oh yeah, I remember hearing something about this and thinking it was going to be terrible. Cause it's an old white guy in Chicago rapping. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. which is, which is no combination of things that should ever exist. Yeah. Even and at the time they should have known. Even at the time and watching it and being, this is actually worse than what I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Like it's somehow a, it was worse. It's such a jumble. Like he, he did not go into this with a clear idea. And at no point did anybody request that he clarify. They were just like, yeah, whatever, whatever you want to do, do whatever, whatever fucking man. fever dream this is. I need you to stop talking to me and just go film it. You you can have four thousand dollars for it. Like like okay, looking back on it now, the Super Bowl shuffle was terrible, but at right. least the people doing it had won a Super Bowl, right? Yeah, right. So, they were like sports superstars. Yeah, so so like there was a reason for people to watch it. They're going, oh, mm-hmm. I remember these people. They won a Super Bowl. Let me watch them embarrass themselves on camera. Like right, I, it was. I get cute. that. Yeah, I it get was, that. The Grabowski like shuffle a... is like, it, it's like, it's like, he's like, Hey, I remember rapping with people and other people seem to like it. I don't understand either of those things. So let's do it again. Right. <laughs> like he tried to pull apart that moment. It was this, it was like a celebration of a monumental moment. It had like a team on top of the world. They were kind of adorably failing to like try their hand at a trendy music thing. Yeah. Mike Dicka saw all of that and he like, like tried to pull it apart. Like he wrote every element of this success on a note card and spread it out on a cork board and was like, I'm going to crack this. And what he came away with was people really like the word shuffle. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I see, maybe I'm more cynical, but I think it was driven by raw capitalism and like the full abyss of its madness is hard to describe, but basically uh, did Casal that theoretical money of the Super Bowl shuffle go to waste on charity and thought, what if exactly that again but not anything, and I keep all the money. Yeah, and that was so, definitely a huge part of it too. Yes. What if what if it's not for charity is my favorite question that somebody <laughs> asks. What if we did this again, but not for charity? Right. So Dicka was a, a Super Bowl winning football coach and a mm-hmm. former NFL player. Was he yes. that hard up for cash? He put his name on literally anything. He is just the living embodiment of like naked capitalism. He would sell boner pills and like antifreeze. And the, I'm not making those up. Those are real Ditka products. Self-lubricating Ditkas. <laughs> There's a self-lubricating Ditka. The uh, <laughs> the Grabowski tummy lubricant uh, penguin slide. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how this, uh, why anyone allowed it. Uh, I have a lot of um, strange statistics about the Super Bowl shuffle itself. I wanted to share just to kind of help you get in the frame of mind. So um, let's see. Uh, in in uh, the Super Bowl shuffle, the proceeds went to, quote, help feed Chicago's neediest, neediest families, which should sound suspicious. Uh, a non-specific charity is always a little suspicious. But this was um, eventually revealed to be the Chicago Community Trust. And about 50% of the profits went to them. $300,000 were given to the Chicago Community Trust of the Super Bowl shuffle proceeds. Um, so... 
$300,000 wasn't really accounted for. <clears throat> and are we doing journalism? What just yes, happened? I did, I did just a little bit of journalism just so we have oh these numbers God. in our head when we talk about the Grabowski shuffle. So we uh, Super Bowl shuffle made $600,000. Half of it went to the community trust and the half disappeared. And in 2014, six of the players filed a lawsuit to make sure the money actually went to charity because that is good for them. Um, it was in the actual song. If you remember Walter Payton's part of the rap, he said, we're not doing this because we're greedy. The bears are doing it to feed the needy. And I apologize if I rap better than Walter Payton. Yes. Uh, he also said that he ran the football like he fucked. So maybe that wasn't true either. <laughs> I don't uh, remember that line. I don't remember goes, um, I run the football like I the, fuck. The calm is sweetness. I love to dance. Running the ball just like I'm making romance. Uh, okay. I don't know. A lot of people know things. I, I remember. The Again, stuff. just shaming him with your flow. God, it was sick, wasn't it? It was pretty uh, good. <laughs> so the director took the rights in 1986, which he apparently wasn't supposed to be able to do without majority consent from the players. Then he died, and his wife inherited the Super Bowl shuffle and did not carry on its legacy. Uh, <laughs> I didn't realize that was a thing you could inherit. Yes. You can inherit a meme? So, so uh, its legacy of not enough, but at least some charity she did not uh, honor. So she sued Viacom for playing the video on MTV and VH1, something that seems suspiciously non-charitable because um, she claimed the video is up for a 25-year anniversary uh, like re-release and then playing the video on TV undermined its potential sales. Keep in mind, there was just a 20th anniversary DVD. So she thought this was like, there's a whole bunch of brand new 1985 Bears fans that were created in the last five years. You don't uh, celebrate its release every five years? You don't right. you don't celebrate Super Bowl Shuffle Day? I buy one every time uh, someone from the defensive line dies of tragic causes. That's just <laughs> the way I buy my Super Bowl Shuffles. Uh, so, yeah, it's every five years. So I, I was looking up to see if that ever got resolved. And I found another lawsuit in 2018 where the original production company was suing Fox for a million dollars for broadcasting the Super Bowl Shuffle which really drives home how no one should ever do or make anything. Because that's, if you remember, $400,000 more than it made ever. Um, <laughs> and so, 700000 more than the charity got. Yes. So uh, <laughs> so it's I don't know where they get these numbers. Um, because say that goes well and they win, and maybe they already did. Uh, that's almost twice what it made uh, from being a once-in-a-lifetime commercial phenomenon. Like there will never be another Super Bowl shuffle. So anyway, the Grabowski shuffle is based on that, but for nobody special, like very deliberately, no one's special. Like what if that, but about nothing? Uh, I guess I remember um, in third grade, the dumbest kid in my class, we were making cards for grandparents day and he raised his hand to say, how come there's not a grandkids day? And you probably know what the teacher told him. I think it's what you tell every piece of shit that asks that you say every day is grandkids day. And so I guess I feel like this is Coach Ditka being the dumbest kid from my third grade class. Like, how come there's no Super Bowl shuffle for me? Well, I'm the key element that, that really tied that all together. Right. Um, so that was it. I just I just wanted to give the background and um, obviously, you know, show off how good I am at journalism. I looked uh, up pretty two good. things. And for the listeners at home that still aren't totally clear what the Grabowski shuffle is. <laughs> yeah. They never will be. Yeah. Uh, so it opens with a 20 minute making of video because that's how the Super Bowl shuffle opened. So they're like, we're going to do everything exactly the same. Uh, and coach Ditka tries to explain this 
Um, I love his explanation. Are you going to read it? You have to I read do, it. I do have a clip. I'll just, I'll just roll the clip. Just roll it. Well, I guess originally I, I thought, you know, that uh, I think everybody wants to be the fair-haired kid on the block, and I just felt that we weren't the fair-haired kid on the block. We were the guys that had to work a little bit harder to get everything we got. Nothing seemed to be coming real easy. We had to overcome some obstacles. And I kind of liked that. That was a work ethic to me. That was why I called us the Grabowskis and the good guys the Smiths. And maybe I wanted us to be the bad guy a little bit, but in real meaning, Grabowski doesn't mean bad guy. It means hard worker, good attitude, <laughs> a person that gets knocked down and gets back up. To me, it's, it's, it's the American dream. It's what it's all about. It's the guy who struggles a little bit but overcomes it and, and makes things happen. So that was it. There's That's... another like little bit that he – there's a few minutes that it's cut out, but then he goes on to say, football teams out there in their pristine white uniforms – Real sterile, and they look real cute. When you look at the teams that go out there and get down in the dirt, grovel, sweat, and get a little bit extra, they're, hey, they're Grabowskis. Like, at no point did he come close to explaining what his own idea was, and this is how they they open. So, yep. So, one this whole Grabowski thing and the Chicago connection. Um, so, one of my closest friends and somebody I've worked with for years um, is a, a, a gentleman of Polish descent from Chicago. Mm-hmm. And every time I think about or watch the Grabowskis, I feel like I should be offended on his behalf. <laughs> right? Like, but it's doing something. Yeah. It's doing something. That's yeah. That, cool. that, it, it feels like it is grabbing this sort of Polish, Chicago Polish immigrant dock worker um, idea and turning mm-hmm. it into this horrible, cheesy, uh, commercialized yeah, thing. It's like, yes. It's racism's not the word for Polish it, but immigrant- it's. Mickey Mouse Club, maybe. Okay, yeah, yeah, a little bit. And, and so every time, every time uh, I, I think about this, I'm like, Dan should be offended by this. Uh, I, Dan, no. you should be offended by this. Did you check with him? I'm gonna as soon as we get off of here, I am gonna call him and go, Dan, are you offended by the Grabowskis? And he's because because yes, I know Dan, he's gonna be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Stop calling me. <laughs> <laughs> It would take you an hour and a half to explain what you are talking about. <laughs> and it would never work. You would never get there. No, I, I'll just link him to this podcast when it comes out. And it still won't work. It's, We're not going to get there. <laughs> I do love how he makes fun of uh, football teams that like run passing plays. Like he's, oh, those fucking piece of shit teams running the passing plays. They're not like the Grabowskis. They're like, afraid to get tackled and well, fall okay. around. And- like I think we all know that throwing the football is for the gays. I think yeah. we all know. absolutely. Yeah, 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 and and the Grabowskis are not about that. Real man just yeah. takes a tackle over and over again until he can't <laughs> they, remember his wife's name. That's how they real grab man each is. other in the mud. <laughs> they get down in the mud. They sixty nine. <laughs> they penetrate each other in the dirt. <laughs> and that's where the self lubricating Ditka comes in. Mark <laughs> Ditka here, everybody. <laughs> uh, but this man was a professional communicator. Like he's a fucking successful NFL coach and he okay. cannot no, he's not. get this. idea. <laughs> well, the, this guy has to get what two offensive coordinators and a defensive coordinator together and 40 players. Okay. And like in the realm of sports I, specifically, I guess you're right. You are, you sure. are correct. I'll give you this I, for the sake I of feel the like getting a clear idea across is something he does for a living. And I've never seen a more confusing speech. He's just like, I want to be a good guy, but also the bad guy. But when I say a bad guy, I don't mean like a bad guy, bad guy. You're like, he doesn't introduce who the Grabowskis are, which is, or what they represent. 
and then he introduces a good guy that are the Smiths, but we're not the bad guy. It's just it's who do not make an appearance lost. in this video. They whatever the Smiths were got completely cut that, from that the narrative. That was their reference. Whatever the yeah. Smiths are, <laughs> that <laughs> is I your only it would be like a West Side story, story thing, maybe. But no, they're just not there. I feel a little hypocritical saying this as I sit here drinking a beer during this podcast. Um, but is it possible he was just super drunk? Like That's... I assume he kind of always was, especially in that era. Like Mike Ditka is never not six beers deep. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like you talk about you know some of the the great football players of the past and their crazy behavior and. The answer always is either they were drunk all the time or they were super high on cocaine. Um, I don't know. I don't like I think the the Grabowskis don't seem like a cocaine idea. No. Yeah, this, this is a more, Milwaukee's best idea. Yeah, this is much more of a beer idea. Like <laughs> you're at the bar with your friends and you're like 15 pitchers into this thing and somebody goes, the Grabowskis! And everybody goes, such a good idea! And then the next day, <laughs> they all forget that they came up with it when they were drunk, and they go and make yep. a video. The next day, he has to wake up and look at his hand, and it says Grabowski on it, and somebody calls him and is like, we're filming in five minutes. Yeah, you better get over speech. here. This yeah. is the speech that results from that. Okay. To me, it's the American dream. It's the guy who struggles a little bit, but makes things happen. I don't know what I'm doing, guys. <laughs> I just need a bowl of Uncooked beer and cheese soup. Get me going. I'll Eight right kielbasas. That's my morning food. We just gotta gotta work through this. <laughs> so they they hold auditions at the Riviera in Chicago, uh, and they do a, this long casting call, and everyone goes up to the camera and introduces themselves and adds the last name Grabowski, which is cult like and insane and hilarious. Uh, it's a good mix of people from Bears fans to to people with nothing better to do to a large number of young women who were pretty clearly trained dancers. I don't necessarily mean strippers, maybe probably, but but during the rehearsal shots, there are people who are crushing it, adding flair and signature style to the moves. And then there's just like chubby middle-aged guys just aping through the choreography. Uh, and so that's, guess who makes it through? <laughs> yes. Uh, all middle-aged guys. Um, I think that's what they wanted. I mean, it'd be weird if they were like, hey, here's the everyday Chicago hard workers, and it's three musical theater majors and two strippers. <laughs> so, <laughs> so oddly enough, these are song and dance auditions for people who are bad, but bad in the right way. So it's a difficult casting call. Which they can never fully define, though they attempt many times to explain what we're looking for and why. And you can see it every time they go through a, this casting call and like real short fire clips talking to somebody. Like, what are you here for? I don't know, but I'm pumped. It's just, they never really clear on why they're here or what the criteria is. And there's just, there's one where they cut to a lady that had been rejected in like the first round and they do a slow zoom on her face and she just looks so sad, but also never clear why. Like just, I didn't (laughs) get this. But she could have failed for being too good. Probably did fail for being too good. If you're not capable of being a Grabowski, that says something about your failings in life. That's yeah, Smith you dancing really up blew there. It. Yeah. You just yeah. you nailed every step. Your pristine white suit, afraid to get down in the dirt like a Grabowski. Look at this guy. He fell off the stage. He's getting sloppy. That's a Grabowski. <laughs> Running a pass and play like a Fruit Loop. Uh, <laughs> so, hey, have you guys ever seen uh, WB Superstar? It was a 2004 reality show. No. 
it was um, the premise of it. It was like American Idol, but they found people who were delusional and terrible at singing and then ran them through the entire season of American Idol uh, where they were just being constantly humiliated against their knowledge. And uh, as novelists of potential dark futures, do you see what the potential problem with that was? Created mass shooters? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's just the end. There's no ending. So they get to the, the, the end reason of that why we're like, suffering through a mass shooting plague that will never end. Is that that the, might that be the it? Downside? The humiliation fetish of the early 2000s probably did not help that. But uh, they got to the end of the show and they're like, hey, you won. And we've been making fun of you the whole time. Fuck you. I feel like that's similar to the Grabowskis where they're like, hey, we need the worst dancers. Oh, my God. Now we have to produce a music video with the worst dancers and rappers. Uh, yeah, they got their wish. We, yeah. <laughs> I love that they did 20 minutes of like making of and then the 10 minute video. You're like, oh, right. You can see them realize. Right. This is so. We didn't think this through. Well, uh, I mean, as somebody who has made a TV show, I will hmm. say that doing the making of video before you show people the show, not a great idea. <laughs> like, let people I watch the show <laughs> and then say, here's how we made this show. And the people who are interested in that, the, the seven people who are interested in the making of can stay and watch that. When you start out with the making of, most people don't give a shit about how things are made. And so most of your audience is already lost and you're showing people being bad dancers and, and the recruitment process, which as you pointed out is very cult-like already, everyone is turned off. Like if, yep. okay. If you start out with, we're going to give you a kielbasa. Here's a 20 minute video on how kielbasa is made. Most <laughs> people are not staying for the kielbasa tasting, right? They've already left. So they yeah. show us 20 minutes of how this kielbasa is made. And then they say, would you like to eat this kielbasa? And we're already grossed out by that point. So when they're doing the dance and this and the, the you know, the, the it, and I say this as a guy who's not in great shape, people in not great shape are flinging their flab around. We're already <laughs> grossed out. We're not ready. We don't want to eat that kielbasa anymore. Yeah. I've seen all the pork assholes that go into the Grabowski shuffle. <laughs> right. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate the analogy uh, being translated into Grabowski, too. That was a very appropriate yeah. analogy. That's something that was one of the two things they would understand. Dude, I, I, I came ready to play this game. I'm not a, I'm not a fucking amateur, all right? <laughs> Professional Grabowski hour. You're the best here. there is. The only one that's uh, unprepared. Sean's over here bringing journalism. You're, yeah. You've got, what the hell, man? Tailored metaphors prepared. I, I have a little more journalism at the end, but I promise it's not that much. Um, they, uh, narrow it down to nine people and then they have a dark shadow council ask them like probing personal oh, questions. It's so fucking weird. I have it's a such a turn uh, in tone. Yeah. You like being a cop? It's tough to be a cop. It is. It's a hard job. You like being a cop? You ever killed anybody? No. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Worried about this, Jason? I'm worried. What would it mean to you to become a Grabowski? I'd have to stop It would mean people. to me to, to become something. What makes you think you qualify to be a Grabowski? I've never gotten knocked down far enough that I can't pick myself up or have somebody help me. Amazing. All of their answers answer. based on not understanding what it is. <laughs> Why do you want to be a Grabowski? Hey, can you tell me what that is? No. <laughs> answer the question. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it, 
based on that guy, I'd be like, uh, before we tell you, do you have a gun on you right now, sir? It's such a wild shift in tone. Everything up to that point has been like light and laughter and like goofy auditions. Mm -hmm. And then they drop the stage lights. It's just a single spotlight and they pick like one single person out, send everybody else out of the room. And it's just you and like an unseen producer with, I swear to God, that's a voice filter or he's doing something with his voice that is just like. How much blood do you have on your hands, Korbowski? Kill anybody. (laughs) You feel like you maybe want to. What would you do if I gave you a pistol right now? Are like you ready that, to pull the trigger? You come going, upon a tortoise in the desert. <laughs> going back to the whole cult thing, which, by the way, great, great analysis of this, that there's so much about this that feels like a cult indoctrination. It really I could does. could have made it more I feel like a, It's like a kielbasa, kielbasa factory. <laughs> I'm going to leave <laughs> no, kielbasa no, you're in right. there you're, because you're that's right. a very cult way better. to say it. You've, you've, <laughs> you, you, you missed your chance to be on, on theme. Don't try now. It's just yeah, embarrassing. Really. Not uh, very, no, stumbling over a word and making a bad analogy. That's Grabowski, baby. I, yeah, it is pretty Grabowski how I fucked it up. <laughs> no, no. What's Grabowski is now you're going to pull yourself out, out of the mud mm-hmm. and you're going to be great. So now uh, you need to take your shirt off and dance around for us. Uh, <laughs> the... Uh, but going but the, back to the, 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 the I, I want to talk I want to talk about the cult thing here because okay. the, the 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 whole cult thing where like okay so like I, I assume both of you guys are Scientologists because you know you work in entertainment um because the whole, we're successful yes yeah the whole the whole Scientologist thing where they bring you in and they ask you a bunch of very personal questions while you're on the the lie detector machine or whatever the fuck they have mm-hmm. the, the dick um, measure yeah the dick measure um like that's that's a very common cult technique of like getting you to feel bad about yourself and expose things about yourself like your tiny dick. And, um, sure. and then, and then that gets you all in like the fact that they sit these people down under a spotlight and ask them questions about what, what's the worst moment in their life. Are you qualified yeah. to be in our terrible video? Have you ever murdered someone <laughs> like, like literally the, ask those questions, the next, those questions, those questions, the next thing that happens is here's your white robe. Here's the leader. You got to go in the back room and suck his dick. Right. I mean, that is, that Absolutely. is the next thing that happens in that line of questioning. I heard Valerie's verse on the Grabowski shuffle. I think <laughs> you're on to something. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, Valerie's answer was like, what makes you qualified to be a Grabowski? And she says, I've never been knocked down so far. I couldn't get back up or ask for help. And then she kind of just shrugs like, what the fuck? I don't know. Yeah, she does this head <laughs> um, tilt like, wait, what the yeah. fuck was that? <laughs> Should I? No, it's fine. It was and, relatable. Uh, like, when you just very say much... some shit and you're like, wait, hold on. What? Uh, it's out there. We'll it's so very on. close to, I haven't been killed yet. Like, I, I'm not dead yet is basically all she said. Now, would it blow your mind to discover that Valerie was the director's daughter? Yes. Yes. It's very, it's true. That's another what? part of my journalism. That's <laughs> his fucking daughter. Nepotism involved in the Grabowski. That's not Grabowski. That's a Smith you, move. There's yeah. a tiny hint of it. I mean, they have the same last name, Meyer, but like there's a hint of it when he's calling people back for the second day of auditions. And when he gets to her, he's like, Valerie Meyer. Like he, like, he's like, oh, sweetheart. I mean, I mean, stranger Valerie Meyer. Wait, no, it's normal for Number me to call you sweetheart four. in this scenario. <laughs> That's true. 1987 Chicago. You're going to call it strange. Sugar woman. tits. Yeah. The other thing I noticed when I, uh, I've watched this like three times now and I was, you know, taking clips from, to make gifs and stuff. Uh, I noticed that there's not a scene that goes by without someone like touching her. 
like I took one clip because I really liked the way Jason would like pump his dick while he sang. He just couldn't stop pelvic thrusting to every. Yeah, me too. That's a good dance. That's my yeah, one dance good, move. It's, it's so good. Helps you keep Show, the rhythm. It shows them what you can do. That's, that's <laughs> the point of dancing. Let's just get to it. So I, I took a clip of that uh, to make fun of specifically that. And I saw like on the tail end of it uh, and in front of it, they were just, she was just bouncing around the room, trying not to get touched by all the other men in the room. And <laughs> she then I was did like, not make it. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't even notice it the first time through. It's just like, oh, this is just normal. And then I'm like, oh my God, look at this woman. Just try to navigate a normal day for her. And I thought, man, it's gotta, it's gotta suck to be a 1987 Lady Grabowski. Well, but but she's a Grabowski. She's never been so sexually uh, aggressively uh, um, harassed that she couldn't mm-hmm. pick herself back up. That's true. And that's this what is... makes that's what makes a female Grabowski. That is the one definition that they require of a woman in a Grabowski video. So it's accurate. This is all very dark. This is super <laughs> dark. Like, getting dark. I thought it was also dark when they asked the black guy, what's the worst thing that ever happened to you? Right, and there's then no cut way away without hearing his answer. That answer. Yeah, like, what? do not answer that honestly, sir. Please. <laughs> Motherfucker, you want me to say that on this on this novelty video? <laughs> but so, that, the fact that she's his daughter, that's, that's like Bo and John Derrick level of creepy. Right. I agree. Yeah. Where, where it's you, like, it's like, Hey Bo, my loving wife, how about I put you in a bunch of real exploitive, uh, sex videos, uh, for the next 15 years. Yeah. Her, her verse actually had something about how she wanted Mike Ditka to be more than her friend. Oh yeah. my I, God. She had to I, sit on his knee twice yeah. throughout the oh, video. A lot of physical escalation to the like flirting. You, you gave your daughter to Mike Ditka. Like, like a village would give an ogre a virgin. You just, <laughs> you just gave her. Ditka, uh, I have a daughter for you to appease your wrath. It's so Is dark. that what Chicago it's was sinister. like in the 80s? I think so. Like if you had a daughter, you just had to present your daughter to Ditka? In the 80s? Yeah, I was, that was the Ditka era. Just if a- you want the relish on your hot dog. <laughs> uh so this seems very uncomfortable by design and dark in directions no one could have anticipated. And it's a pretty big tone shift, like you mentioned. And then they do press conferences to reveal the five chosen people. And I have to ask 1987 uh, media, who the fuck would care? Like if you got a press release, hey, to- Coach Ditka found five nobodies that are going to be a song and dance team about nothing in particular. Why the fuck are you sending a reporter to that? But they showed up. I don't know if there were plants or yeah. what, but there were reporters here. And I just, I love thinking about that, about why the reporters would be there. Like, right. how bad did you fuck up that you got this assignment? <laughs> and like, how, what, what can you, what can you possibly ask on your little pad? Like that we hear a couple of their softball questions, but sure. Or all of them, being, or all of them showed up with the headline in their head, uh, Hall of Fame coach's career ends in humiliation, right? Like <laughs> that was the reason you're there. Is like yes. the reason we go watch NASCAR. We want to see somebody go into the wall, right? They're all Look going there. Going, Dick is about to go into the wall. Let's watch it happen. And uh, they're also playing at coy with the details. Like it's a press conference, but he's like, "Hey, we did auditions to find five rapper singers. Here they are. No, they're not performing. This is all just for a weird thing. I can't tell you about. Bye." Yeah, uh, they said like Ditka specifically says it's their chance to get on MTV, and one of the reporters yeah. is like, 
oh, okay, so what is this? Like straight up. <laughs> so what, why am I here? What is this? And Ditka says, ah, oh, it's too good to let the cat out of the bag so soon. It's a press conference, sir. <laughs> you called a press conference specifically to let this cat out of the bag. Yeah, it's weird. Um, the other thing that makes it weird is Jason Solid Grobowski, who is uh, a weightlifting clerk. Uh, he's one of the most awkward people that's ever been put on television, I would say. Uh, most people with this type of fear of public speaking would not get anywhere near a camera. Um, so he's, uh, not been on TV a lot, but he's, he's like the real deal, like hard to the bone, nervous energy. I, I have a, let's see, a press conference clip it's, it's here. It's so good that you just don't want to, you just don't want to leave the cat out of the bag too soon. Do any of you have professional dance or singing experience? No. no. Unfortunately. I do. <laughs> Gets a big laugh, though. Star quality here that, that, How do you describe Ditka's star quality? What we've seen so far is Jeez, that he's Phil. one heck of a good rapper, and he's got smoking feet. So that's all I can tell you right now, and you're just going to simply have to wait till it comes out to get the rest of it. Amazing. How would you describe Mike Ditka, sir? Well, a fantastic rapper is number one. That is the first thing that pops to mind. <laughs> yeah, no, that that is when I think of um, Ditka, I'm like, okay, you know, Snoop Dogg, Tupac, Chuck D, Ditka. That's that is order. Yeah. That is the that is the holy uh, quadrology of rap. Yeah, hip hop royalty. Yep. Uh, so we've decided now on. Larry and August and George and Valerie and Jason as the five Grabowskis. Um, they've done a press conference. They've really got a taste of that Hollywood lifestyle and they start rehearsing. I would like to uh, say that that August is the cop that they asked if he ever murdered anybody on stage. Yes. They put him through. <laughs> and he was like, yes, this is for me. He had an aggressively aggressive lack of personality. Like he hated being there. I don't know why he was there. Fuck. Uh, he maintains that too. He is still around. I found him on the internet. He's a um, right-wing politician with no, no supporters. Uh, no. He, yeah. He has videos where he's just like reading from a paper. He's like, I'm pro-life, pro-gun. Fuck you if you don't like it. And like three views. And I think I'm two of them. Uh, so that's that's what he's up to <laughs> so, now. So you went back and watched it twice? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Journalism. <laughs> Uh, so then let's see, um, the shoot seems very grueling. Like, like this is not just, uh, a couple of hours of rehearsal. They're sleeping over, uh, they, the one guy has his daughter there. He's like brushing her hair while some other guys passed out. Like they're all sharing a little tiny trailer. Yeah. They got them an RV, one RV for like, not only the cast, but their family. So there's like 18 people in this tiny RV. Yeah, it's like his day with the kid, but he's not going to give up his fucking Grabowski shoot, his unpaid Grabowski shoot. Uh, they interview some guy who's like a crew member who's running on no sleep, talking about like, I'm working on shot sheets. Like he's doing some real inside baseball stuff that I don't even recognize. Um, so he's just cranky so much that he can't even like put what he's doing into words for the layman. Like, so it's a really stressful shoot. Um and then they break all this up with a lot more Ditka filler. Like they just keep putting the camera on Mike Ditka while he tries to explain what the fuck is going on. And he just waffles back and forth between two extremes. Like, oh, it's good, but it's also, I didn't want it to be good, but it was good because of the good people. 
but they're not best people. They're Grabowskis, which means they get down in the dirt. And you're like, okay, it just, he can't fucking figure out what it is. It's this. Remember that this is a 20 minute segment in the video, but remember yeah. that this is, I don't know, like two weeks of Mike, Dick, Mike Dicka's life. And he yes. spent the entire time, everybody, some, every time somebody talked to him about it, he spent the entire time trying to explain what it was. I just, I don't know what, I, I can get there. I can get there eventually if you just give me time every single time. Like two straight weeks of his life, and he never it, did get there. It's very clear that the they spent money on some things. They hired a, a camera crew. They hired, mm-hmm. you know, uh, they hired location crew. They they built some sets. The such special as they effects. Were. They had special effects. Oh, yeah. The one thing they didn't spend any money on was a writer. Like, yes. Like, if you had gotten a writer, a lot of this could have been avoided. I agree. Or just anyone who'd seen a television show. <laughs> I mean, it was Mike Ditka. It had like, what if, what if Mike Ditka didn't write all of this? Like, what if he hired somebody? Imagine that world <laughs> that a professional writer well, like took several drafts at what we're watching. Even here. one draft of Ditka, you're gonna get the question: What is this about? Here's a one paragraph explanation of what this is about. Even a first draft of that would have saved the right. world so much of this tragedy. No, this is this is two weeks of Mike Ditka improv. <laughs> I uh, I guess this is, at this point in the video, it's the song they play the f- song finally. Uh, I didn't take any notes for this just because it's burned into my memory. Uh, Mike Ditka comes out to a football game, I guess at halftime, and he asks for volunteers. He's rapping at this point. He's asking for volunteers for an undisclosed uh, group. He just wants a group of regular people. And he picks uh, the biggest white guy and the worst white guy, both of whom are currently assaulting people in the crowd. Yeah, they're both attacking uh. people. <laughs> and like the third guy is just yelling at somebody in the crowd. Like the theme so far is if you're a fucking asshole in this crowd, I'm going to pick you out to do a rap about it. Uh, exactly. You mean you mean a Bears fan? Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's right. 80s Bears fan. Yeah. yeah. Come on. These are our that people. seems fair. Well, um, there is a Bears fan that's all over this VHS. His name is Kurt Schaefer Grabowski. You probably noticed him. He's a gigantic yes. man with an unlit cigar. I'm done describing him. Uh, he yep. has a personality you describe as big, but also none. Uh, the kind of guy that would order the usual at a Hooters he's been to twice. Uh, so he didn't get picked to be a Grabowski, <laughs> but he's an extra in this video uh, at least two times that I saw. Uh, I, I looked through the, the crowds and... and- a lot of the people in those crowd shots were cut from being Grabowski's. Yes. So that they, they did not get it. And then they're like, but you can be an extra. Yes. Again, I have to assume for no money. Absolutely. I can actually verify that they did not get paid. I can't verify that the Grabowski's got paid. I'm suspicious they did not. I know that Ditka got some money, uh, but uh, the suspiciously the, funneled the away. 100% did not. Uh <laughs> there's some other weird things that happen in the video like uh jason solid uh, as i mentioned he's assaulting somebody it's a child he picks up the child for like an ultimate warrior press slam and then did like hey you and the kid's like me hooray and he's like no the one press slamming you and then he's like yes and he kind of does like a coy little thank you and then just drops the child to his death just <laughs> 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 and then um so I, got those- I do, I do love the "Hey you" and the kids excited, and he's yes. like, "No, no, it, it, totally." It's the, um, it's the "You're our new Fallout Boy" is what I'd be saying if you weren't <laughs> one inch too short. 
<laughs> Die, disappointed child. My, are you my savior? No. I'm the savior of your bully. Oh, everything's coming up for him. <laughs> so then they uh, they also get, I imagine Ditka would describe it as both kinds of ethnics and a woman. And so they're done. The Grabowskis are done. Uh, they, they come down and they sort of line dance together uh, and they sing basically the Super Bowl shuffle, except not about football, just about like about trying shuffling. your best, yes. shuffling, polka, uh, a whole lot of nothing. Um, Surely you have a clip of it. Okay, I, I do. I do actually have. A I'm looking for a special team. We're working hard. It's more than a dream. Yeah, the thing I want is to <laughs> What they say is what they do. But sometimes rough, but never funny. Thirty sticks and fifty lollies. And with your win, go and touch. When it comes to fun, can't get enough. Now Papa Hollis would have loved them. You can call them names, but never shout them. This group is always in the action. Winning is their satisfaction. Where they get going. I can't believe how bad it is. This is what we spent two weeks and 20 minutes of video leading up to. You couldn't answer what this was in a press conference because it's too good. It's gonna be yep. promised all of the participants this would be on MTV. <laughs> About the same way. They also did so much choreography. For this. They made these poor people do just grueling 12-hour days of choreography. And then they cut to this dance routine and none of it works. They forgot all of it. It's totally uncoordinated. It's almost funny. Like, if you're trying to design a, like, a funny, bad choreography, they kind of nailed it. Like, there's a lot of weird marching. Starting yeah, over. Stop this it. does <laughs> feel like one of those things that winds up on VH1 behind the music and starts with somebody crying. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I can't Somebody tell. Somebody got story. hurt. Can you tell me about the Grabowski <laughs> shuffle and then just and they're just sobbing. Break. Yeah. This does feel like that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, so I have I I had many conversations. So, as a writer, the great thing about being a writer, and you guys know this as writers, um, is that nobody gives a shit what you look like. Right. You're just you're yeah. you're you write some words. Nobody cares. Um, that's but great. we all. Handsome, just so the ladies no, know. We, yeah, uh, see, I think it's hurtful that nobody gives a shit what I look ha- like. Handsome and just shredded. Just super cut. Yeah. Jacked um, as fuck. Yeah, I mean, jacked. we posed for entirely accurate sight art over and over mm-hmm. again. And, yeah, uh, yeah no that's, what I'm, that's what I'm talking about. Um, so, the, like, when I explain this to people, it's like, there's three, there's three circles on this Venn diagram. There's rich, there's famous, and there's rich and famous. And the best of this is rich but not famous the right the medium is rich and famous like if you're rich enough you can avoid some of the horrors of being famous the worst is famous and not rich and yeah. these people all signed up thinking you know it would yeah. be great if i was famous <laughs> and had no money yeah the worst case scenario the worst case scenario yeah so everybody's gonna make fun of me in the bar forever after yes. this and i can't yeah. even buy drinks for them yeah. Right, right. Because if you can buy everybody around, that, then it's cool. that, then it's that cool pulls story. you out of it, right? Like everybody's like, hey, there's that idiot. You're like, hey, rounds for everybody in the house. And then everybody's oh, your Oh, it's right? that idiot. My favorite yeah, idiot. We love that guy. Yeah. When you can't even do that, when they're like, hey, you were in that Grabowski thing. You can't even buy us a beer. And you're like, I literally have no money because I was fired from my job for being in I mean, the Grabowski thing. The, <laughs> they didn't pay me. I actually had to rent one eighteenth of an RV. 
for a weekend. And it was wildly expensive. You would not believe how much RVs cost. And the two weeks I took learning the dance routine cost me my job. <laughs> had to pay for the choreography. I was like, Oh, this yeah. is exactly what they'd say while they were crying. <laughs> this is exactly. This is what I'm talking about. In VH1, behind the music, the person is sobbing. They have no money. Their wife took their kids, and they're blaming it all on Grabowski. Yep. Yep. And there, I learned, uh, uh, I found a Chicago Reader article from 1987 that had a lot of good Grabowski information. I learned the budget for this fucking thing was $350,000. No fucking way. And... Well, I mean, they had to rent out the Riviera. They had to rent out three hundred thousand dollars. Went right, right to Ditka. Yeah, a lot of that went to Ditka. Uh, so, to remind you, the Super Bowl Shuffle, the lightning in a bottle fluke for a noble cause, backed by the full force of the media, fan enthusiasm, and NFL marketing, made six hundred thousand dollars. So, in order to turn a single dime of profit, this piece of trash had to be at least fifty-eight percent as successful as the most successful version of it that will ever be. Well, being exactly the same thing, except having none of what made the other work. So those are the numbers. Uh, do, that's do what Ditka is betting numbers. on. Yeah, did it? Did uh, it make a profit? I need to know. Oh, I I could not find those numbers. Huh. I I looked everywhere. Now that's um, weird. I I almost I'm certain it made less than three hundred fifty thousand dollars. Whatever Grabowski Shuffle made was negative. Why do you think you would know the numbers going into it, and then they wouldn't want to talk about the numbers <laughs> coming out? This real this feels like a real failure of journalism. It really is to not get those numbers. Yeah. But it, it made me so happy because um, so many of the things I own are just unreal mysteries. Like no one writing a ninja book ever holds two different press conferences and gets asked real questions by real reporters. I have to read a ninja book and decide if this person's crazy or stupid or a liar or a real ninja every single time. But with the Grabowski Shuffle, one of the strangest things I've ever seen, a legitimate truth seeker was there at the making of it writing down all the dumbass shit Mike Ditka thought that no one would notice. So I have um, clips from this article I would love to read to you. Yes. Um, My God, yes. Explain it. <laughs> I need fucking uh, answers. This reporter showed up um, at, at the uh, the main shoot at the football stadium. What is he? And- did he find out about it from the press conference? They tried to punish him by sending him to like a joke thing. And he's like, I'm going to do a fucking story on this. <laughs> Maybe so. I don't know if he went to the other two press conferences. But what a state of media it was that you could like waste a reporter on a fucking Mike Ditka press conference for his vanity project. Um, Speaking of, this was his second vanity project. Before this, he did a thing called Iron Mike, which was just like a rap song about how he's Iron Mike. Really thought it could be a rapper, huh? That was this was like mid eighties. Everybody, every single white person was like, "So it's just talking, huh?" Right. (laughs) I got this. So he went to the shoot. Uh, he writes, it was 7 a.m. and some folks like 16-year-old Jason Jensen and his friend Todd Ellenberger, 14, had been at the park since five. I thought there were going to be a thousand people here, said Jensen. I thought we'd have to push our way through. Um, so already there's some shade being thrown on the event. Like the reporter's like, this sucks. Nobody's here. Nobody came to this. Uh, he writes, hey, anybody want to do the Grabowski cheer? Asked a perky blonde woman in shorts and a halter sitting on the steps off the bleachers. The score of extras in waiting grunted. It was really kind of cute, the woman offered. Someone pitched a ball of crumpled paper her way, and though it landed six rows behind her, she turned around, resigned to the humorless wait. <laughs> like he's, he's just writing about fucking potato famine. The sadness he's put into this article. Uh, so, also, finally... These people don't know what the Grabowski cheer is. You want to do the Grabowski cheer? But, uh, we don't know why we're here. 
So this, this guy really does paint a picture. Um, he says, finally at 8 a.m., this is three hours after most of these people have been here, the video's producer, Dick Meyer, Valerie's father, appeared. A trim, six foot six, Meyer strolled across the field with every silver hair in place. His mustache was perfect. He wore a sky blue polo shirt, white linen pants, and white shoes, and carried a leather briefcase. In Ooh, short, uh, he was guy. capital B beautiful. God, I feel like they're describing me. Did he yeah. really write he was Sounds capital like B you. beautiful? My God. Uh, I added the capital B just to okay. be clear. He said he was beautiful, but the beautiful is capitalized as if it's like, <laughs> so you like did he's not. a part so of did. a race of people that is beautiful. I uh, did yeah. not have in my notes that this was an exceptionally beautiful man. I would not have even occurred to me. I He seemed... He seemed a three or a four. If I I'm did have in my notes that one of the other producers was named Dick Tuffo. <laughs> That's a Grabowski name. That's a Grabowski name. Dick Tuffo here. <laughs> so, so the producer of the Grabowski shuffle is just this delicate little beautiful thing, according to the writer of this. And I, I feel like this is more shade. I feel like he's trying to make the point that like the theme of this, the tone of this is, hey, we're... We're regular Joes who try their best. And they're like, why is this little fancy boy putting it all together? Why is this enormous wayfish angel gracing <laughs> us with his presence? He came from my dreams. You should be a hog, sir. You should be a grunting hog. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, the reporter continues. This is about an attitude, he explained. It's a very strong concept. It's something Mike Ditka himself started. It's about a work ethic working hard to get what you want, which is not a bad explanation of what Mike was trying to explain. Uh, he continues, there are a lot of Grabowskis in the world, especially in Chicago. We think we'll get a really strong response to this. <laughs> so uh, he calls it a strong concept. I disagree with that. He thought they'd get a really strong response to it. I don't have to disagree with it. Objectively, they did not. Um, so then here we go. Uh, they talk with Mitch Burke, who is Meyer's publicist who the reporter describes as sporting pearly teeth and a tan. Burke was beautiful too. Also oh my capital God. B. He wore white shorts and a shirt opened several buttons. Was this reporter chest. just super horny? God, this reporter just needed that D to I fucking, I hate all of them, but you cannot say they aren't beautiful. My God. <laughs> yeah, this guy is on the prowl. Despicable people, yeah. but I would fuck every one of them. And, and you know what? If anyone, if anyone in the world got laid off of the Grabowski shuffle, then it justifies its existence. So I, I, if anybody the, got laid off of this, I really hope it's that reporter. I, I am with the reporter now. The reporter is now my hero. <laughs> so uh, let's see. I'll skip ahead to this paragraph. Specifically, the five Grabowskis are George Arako, a 30-year-old sewer worker, who said that being a Grabowski is a natural extension of his life. I have a hardworking attitude. If I have to dig a sewer hole, I dig it to the best of my abilities. Augie Dowser, an ex-police officer who was amazed. I have to dig a sewer hole. I love that. That's, that's his tech, just fucking technical speak. That's his terminology. Yeah. Do you, I dig do sewer you, holes. Do you mean a sewer, sir? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, sewer hole. You know me, yeah, I'm always in that sewer hole. hole. I, I, I'll dig you a hole four people can shit in. Uh, he... Augie was uh, amazed at his new career when told that uh, Meyer had announced the Grabowskis were to be a permanent singing group with or without Ditka that would perform and record other songs. So he, what? They're catching you these people off guard. Would, you promised that they would like be a, a thing? No matter what, even if Ditka's not with you, yep. they'll just... 
Wow. So and they, that was news to the Grabowskis. So they actually did. I, I've gone through this whole thing with like, do they think this is a fun weekend that they will come to regret later? Or do they think this is like their shot? Because I could never tell the vibe of this, oh, really. They were told that this was their shot. Yeah, they yes. got a. I mean, they, I know that he pumped that up in the press conference with like, you're going to be on MTV. But again, like a one off thing could be on MTV. But they were like, no, this is your career now. You're a professional Grabowski. <laughs> Whatever you were before, wh- whoever that person was is dead. <laughs> what you are now is a Grabowski. <laughs> Let's hope his sewer hole digging translates. Uh, Larry McDaniel, apparently the only one of the bunch with any real musical abilities. Jason Solid, unappropriately named 19-year-old Wall of Muscle, who happened onto the auditions by accident. My God, beautiful. this guy This guy is so thirsty. Yeah. He is, is so thirsty. Yeah. He fucking needs that juicy man. Yes, he does. God, <laughs> he God I hope he got some. I hope he God, did. please. I, I hope they just went to town on this reporter and he yep. went home with a big smile on his face. All three of them and Dick Tuffo. Get Dick Tuffo in there. <laughs> I hope Mike, Mike Dicka wrote a rap about it. <laughs> I'm Mike Dicka. I watched them fuck. Uh, <laughs> so he wants to be the Jim McMahon of the Grabowskis. Uh, if you recall, he was the, the, the quarterback of the 85 Bears. So he, he wants to be the on. mediocre quarterback who uh, yeah. wins because of a great defense? Oh, the exactly. passing guy. I get it. <laughs> Yeah. I get what he's saying. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Valerie Meyer, the not-too-average daughter of pro- producer Meyer. So that's how I discovered Not too average. Was... Yeah. yeah. We, her father is a fucking okay. beautiful angel here to grace us with his presence. <laughs> so, silver, so every date fox. I have gotten in my life was because I walked up to a girl and said, hey, baby, you are not so average. Mm-hmm. God, that's yeah. good sweet talk. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, I really think that... Uh, we know exactly the kind of person uh, this reporter is attracted to, and it's definitely not Valerie. It's definitely not Valerie. <laughs> Nothing against her. I think she just doesn't have the right parts for him. Uh, so then it, uh, he continues, this is not a Bears project, Burke said. That's the uh, the publicist. You'll notice we didn't even say Bears coach in our press releases. Just head coach. He could be here next year or he could be elsewhere, as we all know. This is about work ethics. It's about what makes America great. Mike Ditka just happens to be a celebrity who was in it. So um, Mike Ditka, to be clear, raps probably 80% of the words. And he, he opens and closes the song. He has way more verses than everybody else. Uh, I feel like he's not called the Bears coach because they didn't want to have to uh, license the trademark from the NFL. Uh, I feel like that's obvious. And they're trying to like trick this reporter who just isn't having it. I feel like in every vanity project, there's a moment where they have to stop and be like, here's why this isn't a vanity project. And that's, uh, that's when you know it's a vanity project. Yep. Uh, not coincidentally, the Grabowski Shuffle will make its debut in the record stores in mid-September sometime around the Bears' first season game. It will be available as an EP and, of course, a video. We fully expect exposure on MTV, Burke said. So... Uh, they talk now to the 14-year-old uh, Todd Ellenberger, uh, who usually listened to Poison and Motley Crue. They were commenting on the Grabowski shuffle. It's okay, Jensen said. That's his friend. It's kind of dumb, actually, Ellenberger confided. <laughs> <laughs> well, we came out here because we we're talking about not having anything to do today, said Jensen, who's a big McMahon fan. You'd think they could pay us maybe 10 bucks or something, Ellenberger said. It's hot out here. 
In fact, only Ditka and the Grabowskis themselves are being paid for performances. Meyer said the project has a $350,000 budget. According to one source, Ditka will get $10,000 a day for each day of shooting, plus a percentage of the profits. So I guess he got a percentage of negative $349,000. to take back all the money they paid him for being there. <laughs> Nobody else, including the featured extras, will, which includes some former Honey Bears, the Bears' defunct cheerleading squad, will receive compensation. Oh. It's an opportunity for them to get exposure, Burke said with oh, a smile. No. Oh, I love mm-hmm. working for exposure. Yeah, the <gasps> best. best. Maybe yeah. the first, maybe the invention of that phrase. He, could be he where might he have got done that it from. Uh, for Kurt Schaefer, a Grabowski reject who later landed a featured extra role with no pay, it's just a lark. It's a lot of fun, he said. It'll be a lot of grins this season to kick back, pop the video in, and get riled up before the Bears beat up on somebody. <laughs> Uh, and what I love about this is, Ty, you made this point that the video opens with just an extended making of that's completely necessary and ruins the whole experience. So when this guy puts in the tape, like, that's a fucking bummer that he just killed the party. <laughs> he had to watch himself. Get no, no, injected. no, no. You, you do it. You do it like you do back in the VHS days with your favorite right. porn. It's already forwarded. It's already fast forwarded to the good spot. You pop mm-hmm. it in. It immediately goes right to the money shot. Yep. Tape suspiciously worn down everything after the making of. Yes. Yeah. Somebody now, rewound dude, the, dude, the Valerie I'm old enough to I'm old enough to remember porn on VHS. So sure, I, sure. Yeah, you that's got the, how you did it. You got that extra tracking scene when you found something real appealing. Like I'm Valerie's verse about like sitting on the Gazing at a pantyhose egg and looking at that shape of a woman and being like, oh, I can, I can get it done with this. <laughs> uh so uh, the, the reporter continues. I, dear God, I hope that goes on your tombstone. <laughs> I, I can to get it done egg. with this. <laughs> John, baby. That, that, that definitely Grabowski. needs to be your epitaph. Yeah. Very yeah, and Grabowski. That is Grabowski because a Grabowski gets the job done even mm-hmm. when they don't have the right tools. Right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh <laughs> The reporter says still that the Super Bowl shuffle was a smash is no guarantee of success. Ditka's last video foray, Iron Mike, in which he outdid Bears safety Gary Fensick's Super Bowl shuffle performance, was a commercial flop. So this reporter is filled with shade. Uh, he's just there for the luscious men. Yeah. and uh, Of which he found plenty. <laughs> there's a lot there. Uh, but here's I, what I, I love. I honestly hope that guy absolutely scored with one or more people at this event. Somebody somebody had to have a net positive out of this. And I hope Please. it's the reporter who, yeah. the, who I'm assuming went back in the day. You had to go to journalism school to do this job. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I hope that paid off. Yep. If I was any kind of journalist, I would have found this reporter and given him the best hand job of his life. The, the best thing about this is he said that to the uh, publicist. He's like, hey, Iron Mike sucked. Mike Didka can't rap. Um, he's tried this already. And uh, Meyer said, but that didn't have a strong concept. It's all in the concept, you know, uh, which I think is incredible because of anything that's ever existed, the Grabowski shuffle might have the least coherent concept. And um, and you spent anyway. 20 minutes of video proving that. Yes, it's, it has been proven. There's a, uh, a thing in the after credits, like after the credits finish rolling, they cut back to Mike Ditka. And here's how delusional he was about about this phenomenon. He says, 
I think it could be a great thing to have fan clubs in every city. I think it could come about, there could be conventions about it. I don't know. And if you have right. a convention, of course, you'd have to have the number one Grabowski there. And he points to himself. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we didn't mention this, but the video shows them doing the Grabowski shuffle and then it transitions to them doing dinner theater. And then it transitions into them like playing it to a stadium with terrible special effects. Yeah, green screen. And I believe they green screened Mike, Mike Ditka there. Like he couldn't show up that yeah, day. I don't think he was there for that shoot. They couldn't afford the $10,000 daily shoot. <laughs> Uh, and then I then it like shoots into space, the one place that hasn't been corrupted by capitalism. <laughs> space. Uh, there's one last quote from this uh, article I wanted to share. Uh, Finally, around one after all the Grabowskis had been featured before the television cameras, except for WGNs, which never showed, Burke escorted the last reporter off the field. I hope you understand my position. He explained a furrowed brow, showing his concern. I don't run the show here. You wouldn't believe how many people have been yelling at me all day. I tried to get Ditka to come out, but I guess nobody told him there would be press here. And he's really pissed about it now. I mean, I understand the media's needs, but there's nothing I can do about it. Profits from the Grabowski shuffle, unlike Meyer's last hit, the Super Bowl shuffle, will not go to charity. We gave at the office, Meyer said with a wink. Oh, wow. Yeah. Ooh, that's some villain shit to end on. Fucking wow. villain shit. Damn, I gotta say, for this being a nothing story, that reporter really... He really got it done. He got it done. He got laid like seven times. And <laughs> he wrote one hell of a piece. God, God, I hope so. Like, I just, I, I want to believe that the great positive that came from uh, the Grabowski shuffle is one thirsty Chicago reporter definitely got laid in a bathroom on yes. at the park. Yeah. That's what I want to believe is true. Probably by the cop. Hey, that, I just, and that, I just, and that just... cop has said he never killed a man. So, you know, he's one of the good ones. Yeah. So that hand job was clean. No blood on that hand job. Einstein Hunter Frankfurt. Einstein Hunter Frankfurt. It's a podcast canal. Und mit maximalen Schau. Doc Frankfurt podcast. Correct. Yeah. The craft is nicht trapped, is nicht ohne. Schick die in the Hunde zone. Vier eine Stunde. Kopf schon. Du kennst die Nummer. Mike Ditka here. A Grabowski is a kid who isn't a fair-haired kid on the block because everybody wants to be that kid. That's a Smith. And a Grabowski has to, is a bad guy a little bit, but not a bad guy. A Grabowski has to work a little bit harder. It's the American dream. Here are the most supreme Grabowskis I know. Three-finger Louis Grabowski. Aaron Croston is one hell of a Grabowski. Adrian H. Grabowski. The H stands for Grabowski. Aiden Moek Grabowski. Alpha scientist Javo Grabowski. Andreas Larson is so Grabowski it has become a problem with friends and loved ones. Armando Nava Grabowski. Benjamin Cyronin Grabowski. Bim Talzer Grabowski. Brandon Garlock Grabowski. Brian Saylor Grabowski. Brianne Whitney Grabowski. Brockway loves the Meat Millie Grabowski Jr. Cyril the Grab Grabowski. Rev Grabowski, the Grabowski mechanic. Chase McPherson Grabowski. Chris Brower, the Power Grabowski. Curious Glare Grabowski. Dan B, a Grabowski tonight. 
Dean Costello Grabowski, Donald Finney Grabowski, Dr. Awkward Grabowski, my family doctor and personal Grabowski, Eric Spalding Grabowski, Fancy Shark Grabowski, Jellahoe Grabowski, Hambone Grabowski, Haraka Grabowski, Hot Fart Grabowski. A Grabowski's kind of a fart in an elevator of society, you know? Jaber L. Aiden Grabowski, John Dean Grabowski, John McCammon Grabowski, John Minkoff Grabowski, the Grabowski Weapons Master, Josh S. Grabowski, Ken Paisley Grabowski, K&M Grabowski, and that stands for Killer New Motherfather Grabowski. A Grabowski doesn't swear, but he lets you know when he wanted to. Laziest Man on Mars Grabowski, the hardest working Grabowski. Mark Grabowski, the laziest Grabowski. Matt Riley Grabowski, Michael Lair Grabowski, and Michael Wells Grabowski. We call them the Mike Grabowski brothers. They are not brothers. Mike Styles Grabowski, Moju Grabowski, N.D. Grabowski, and that stands for No Duh Grabowski. They're the sassy Grabowski. Neil Bailey Grabowski, Neil Schaefer Grabowski, Nick Ralston Grabowski, Nick H. Grabowski, and the H stands for Grabowski again. Ozzy Olin Grabowski, Patrick Herbst Grabowski, Rain Vargas Grabowski, the Grabowskiest Grabowski, Rhiannon Grabowski, Rich Joslin Grabowski, Zarkovsky Grabowski, who was already part Grabowski, the ski part, Toasty God Grabowski, Tom Sakula Grabowski, Tommy G Grabowski, and the G stands for Good, Yosarian Grabowski, and Timmy Leahy. Smith. You know what that means, Grabowskis. This man is a natural-born enemy of Grabowskis everywhere. I declare a Grabowski holy war. Every true and faithful Grabowski must pick up axe and flame and take to the streets to- No, get off me. No corner of this earth can be rendered safe for a smith or I will not think this through. I have justice on my side. You can't silence the Grabowskis. We are legion. We are Grabowski. We will have our revenge.